A recent email that I received is going to be the focus of this episode today. And Jen from Arkansas said that she was listening to podcast episode 20, which is when I talked about keeping a young, uninterested homeschool student engaged in education. So she said that sparked a thought. What do you do if you're starting with older homeschoolers who aren't motivated to learn or don't love learning? This is the topic of the episode today, episode 63, and today we find ourselves, if you're in the U.S., it is July 4th. Happy Independence Day, friend. I hope that you are finding yourself enjoying the weather. Hopefully it's not too hot for you, but hopefully you're enjoying time with family and friends and just celebrating the amazing independence that we have and our history uh, in the United States. Not perfect. No country is perfect. No person is perfect, but just the freedoms and things that we are able to enjoy right now today because of that. Plus, us Americans, we enjoy a good barbecue, so I hope that you are finding yourself enjoying that and some delicious type of barbecue foods. Okay, I want to go on, and I did reply back to Jen because I wanted to get a couple of answers to some questions. I wanted some clarity. So let me tell you how she answered those questions. Well, first, let me tell you what I asked her, and then I'll tell you what she, uh, how she answered them. So I wanted to know how old her kiddos are. And I also wanted to know if she was just starting out homeschooling or has been homeschooling, because I really think those two things are important to know. So she said that her kids are 16, 13, and 7. And so she's specifically asking this question in relation to the 16-year-old and the 13-year-old. This fall, so it will be her third year, so she has just finished up her second year of homeschooling. So the kids have been, especially the older two, have been in the school system. And she says she's just starting to learn about changing her approach to school and education, has been doing it like a school at home. But her older two, the 16, 13-year-old, they're just not self-motivated. And she wants to change that. And I absolutely love this. I love that she's recognizing this because this really is the root of any type of let's say, issues or pushback that you might be receiving, especially from older children when it comes to homeschooling. So let's talk about this question right here, right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. We are finding ourselves right now the beginning of July, which means we have about two months or so left of summer break. I know as homeschoolers, we can do whatever we want. Maybe you're homeschooling through the summer. Maybe you just take a month off. You do more year-round. Or maybe you take a more traditional approach. It doesn't matter as long as it works for you. But I wanted to let you know, stick around to the end of this episode because I'm going to have a special announcement in relation to clarify your homeschool. So I'm going to talk about that at the end. But first, let's chat about this a bit. If students had been, if kiddos, if your children, however you want to, I mean, sometimes I say students, y'all know what I mean because I'm, when I say students, I feel like people 
know what you mean. They're a student of your homeschool. We're not going to get lost in the definitions of things. But if your kiddo doesn't feel like this, doesn't feel like they are not, well, if they're not having trouble being motivated as an older student, they don't want to learn, they don't really understand what education is, they might be a younger kiddo. And a lot of younger kiddos who start off with homeschool don't necessarily have this baggage. But I can almost guarantee that us parents can relate to Jen's question here about her 16 and 13 year old. And before I get into the nitty gritty, let's talk about the fact that there is a difference between schooling and education. Now, some students, they school very well. I want you, if you were in school, whether you were maybe in a private school or public school, I went to a public school all the way from kindergarten through 12th grade. And I can specifically think back to, I can probably even remember the names of the kiddos who schooled well, that graduated from high school and they were good school students. Some kids school well, and those who don't, they are sometimes labeled as trouble or they're like most of us who just do what we needed to do to get by and to get done, get to the next summer break, and then do it again the next year just to get to the next summer break. And all of the classes and the bells and the times for this class begins and the time this class ends and the books, the textbooks. Now, I know a lot of kids probably have things on Chromebooks. Now, I was telling my daughter about the huge stack of books I would have to carry because I couldn't get back to my locker until after maybe fifth or sixth period. And I was like, I think this stack of books was like a, a foot and a half tall that I have to, had to take. And I had a folder for each one. Do you want to hear something funny? You guys might remember this. I was a product of the 80s and 90s in school. And I was in Walmart looking for a notebook. And you know what I came upon? Trapper keepers. What? If if you were also same age as me or close in age, you're like, I remember those. It was so funny because it was a walk down memory lane and I had to take it off the shelf and I had to pull the flap back and hear the Velcro peeling. And I opened it up and I had kind of forgotten what they look like on the inside, but I was like, just instant flashbacks. So I think I had a trapper keeper for every subject in all of these textbooks that I'd have to carry to every class. Now, again, kids probably have Chromebooks. They have everything. They don't have to necessarily do that. And I'm trying to think of why even <laughs> I got myself distracted by the trapper keeper. Okay, so the schooling and just what we remember from our experience. And if a older child has been through the uh, school, uh, state school system, they understand this as well. And we equate, we say in our mind, school equals education. And that's why a lot of people have trouble comprehending and even accepting homeschooling because they're like, how, how do you do that? If you, if you don't have, if you don't ring a bell every 42 minutes, how do you know that your kids have done what they needed to do? If you don't have them stand in line to the bathroom and need a hall pass for it, how do you know that they know anything? And so we've become very ingrained that school equals education. But if you actually study it, it's not the same thing. And when you look at the success of many of those who have been homeschooled, you realize that as well. Now, this does not mean that a child cannot receive education at school. They can. We're just going to kind of distinguish this is that at home, we don't have to create school. We can do education. We can do it well, and it doesn't have to be school. So some students do schooling very well. Some students do it not well at all get themselves into a lot of trouble, and some just do what they need to do. How many of us didn't pick up a book 
after high school or college, whatever your last time was in school, whether that was in 12th grade or you went to college for uh, your associate's degree, bachelor's degree or beyond, how many of us didn't pick up a book just to read a book because we weren't required to after that? It is so common. I've heard it from so many people. And I honestly thought that it was just me. I thought I was the weirdo. Everybody else read books. But it's not just me. Now, maybe some of you did. And that is, I love that. I wish that was me. But it wasn't. And I think it's very common. But we have to say to ourselves also, common does not equal normal. We should have a desire to continue learning, whether it's through books or whether it's through, now that we have online videos and ways of learning, whether it's through a mentor or an apprenticeship, just because it's common for people to stop their quote-unquote learning when they graduate from whatever highest level of schooling that they do, just because it's common that they don't want to learn anymore doesn't mean that it's normal. And it shouldn't be normal. We should want to learn because it adds so much more to our life. It can give us a little bit of a sense of purpose as well and excitement in our life too when we're learning something new. So we should want to learn. How do we bring it back? How do we bring back that love of learning, that enjoyment of education for older kiddos who have years of schooling under their belt? That's what we're going to talk about right now, and I'm super excited about it. Okay, are you ready? You have your pen and paper out maybe? I have found myself, because I'll listen to podcasts and they're so good. I have a notebook actually that I started taking notes in and everything because I would forget, and I don't have the time to go back and listen to something a second time. Okay, so get out your pen and paper. You can chicken scratch this out if you need to. First thing is I want you to recognize all of this that I just said. I want you to recognize the fact that education versus schooling is different. So all that I just said, that I just in this little intro to it, I want you to think of that. And I want you to spend some time really contemplating that. Study people who have received an education outside of schooling. And then think about your experience with schooling. And if you didn't have just a common experience like most of us did, go and talk to your friends who went to public or private school, who all they think of when they think of education is the bell ringing and the stack of books and the drama that goes along with, especially being in high school and such. Okay, so now that you've done that homework and you've gotten that straight in your mind, education does not necessarily equal schooling, but like we said, doesn't mean you can't get education in schooling. The second thing to help older kiddos become more self-motivated to learn and to want to learn is that we, as the homeschool mom, we need to decide we are done schooling at home. Sometimes I don't like the word homeschool. I use it because that's what everybody knows. But if you really think about it, kind of like subliminally, it's telling you that you are doing school at home. And some people say home education. And I like that. I like that term. But if I say, oh, I home educate my kids, people will be like, uh, what's that? I'm like, no, I homeschool. Like, oh, okay. So maybe with us within our homeschool circles, we should say home educate. So I kind of sometimes get a little annoyed by the name because it gives an impression that we are doing school at home. But anyway, what I want you to do is I want you to decide that you are done doing school at home. I want you to put your stake in the ground. I'm just picturing this in my mind. And I hope you are too. Just put a stake in the ground and say this here, right now, this moment, this day, you can write it in your notebook and say today, this day, actually July 4th. How perfect is this? I am declaring independence from schooling. I am declaring independence from schooling at home. 
and we are going to focus on home education and just say, I'm done. I'm done with doing that. This today is the day. This is the moment. And then the third thing here is I want you to pivot. The funny thing is whenever I hear the word pivot, I always think of that friends episode with the couch on the staircase. And not that I'm promoting the friends show, but I used to watch that way back in my day of watching lots of TV. (laughs) But I want you to pivot. And mama, I want you, Jen, I want you. So I'm speaking to Jen. I'm speaking to all of you as well who are wrestling with this and dealing with this or thinking it's something that would come down the road as you pull your kids home from uh, the school system. But Jen, I want you to ask your 13 and 16 year old what they'd like to learn. And they might say to you, I don't know. Well, then you are going to expose them to a variety of different things. What do you think maybe they'd be interested in? They might be like, ugh, right away. That's okay. Don't take offense to it. They might say, hmm, I'm a little bit interested in that. Well, let's go check that out because you never know where something is going to lead. Now, maybe they're still like, I don't know. I want you to observe them. And I also want you to focus on de-schooling, which to me is a really fun word. So D is like, we are, we are not doing this. We're not going to school anymore. So it's not unschooling. That's something different. That is a type of, a style of homeschooling, home education. We're gonna, I'm going to try to use that word more often now, I think. But it's so de-schooling and it's huge. It is a part of my course, home, uh, Clarify Your Homeschool, that has really stuck out to a lot of the moms that have gone through this and said, okay, I've heard this term de-schooling, didn't quite know how to do it, and thank you. So it is an entire lesson, and I make you write out a plan, and I make you think of all of the different things that you guys can do in your de-schooling. But it's just as absolutely huge for our children, not only for our children, but for us as well. So back, the first thing I said is recognizing all this about education and schooling. De-schooling helps us to separate, to pull ourselves out of what we think education is and start to give ourselves freedom and time and space to be able to explore what true education is. And when you say, that's what I need and I'm done with reinventing school at home, I'm done with doing school at home, head on over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com, get into the program and get started today. And you'll be able to understand what de-schooling is. We're going to break down even. I'm going to tell you the difference between education and schooling. And we are going to talk about some tough things in some areas that it's kind of, I'll just rip the bandaid off for you. How about that? Okay. So it's also, as far as like the pivoting is, I want you, when it comes to like asking them what they want to learn included in that is I want you to have them set goals instead of just you setting goals. And we've talked about this a couple of times, visions and goals, but this isn't just you as the mom or the dad or the mom and dad together setting goals. Ask your kids when they're older, if they are involved in this, they've got a little skin in the game. They know that they are heard, that you are listening to them and you are, you're taking an interest in what they want to learn and what they want to do. And you're helping them set some goals and you're listening to them and you're building that relationship with them. And they know that they're heard. That is so important for teens to know that somebody cares and they're listening and that, um, I don't want to spoil alert, it's kind of getting into number four here, but I want you just to ask them what their goals are. What is their goal just for this homeschool year, just for this coming homeschool year? And if you're like, I don't know about that, why don't you start right now? What's a goal you can set for the summer? 
maybe they're like, you know, I'd like to finish a book before the end of the summer, or I'd like to finish this uh, computer series, this series about, um, I don't know, maybe they're trying to learn Microsoft Word. I'd like to finish learning how to use Microsoft Word, go through this Word, um, go through this program or Excel or PowerPoint. Just that will help them. It'll like kind of dip your toes a little bit into goals. So go ahead and have them set some goals for the summer and then they'll be kind of used to it. And then you can go ahead and set some goals for the coming school year. Fourth, and I kind of alluded to this already, is that I want you to create a homeschool that allows them to explore their interests. Those things that in number three, when you ask them, so you've asked them and you're setting some goals, you're thinking about de-schooling. And now number four is like the tactical, practical part of creating a homeschool that allows them to explore their interests. I want you to give them time. I want you to give them space. I want you to give them resources. I want you to give them opportunities to be able to explore these interests. Some of them might be short-lived. They might say, oh, I'd really like to learn how to ride a horse. I think I'd like to get into um, becoming a veterinarian for horses. I know that there's probably a name for that, and I'm not going to take the time to Google it. <laughs> but they're like, this is what I want to do. And you're like, okay, let's find a place that we can connect with and get you some time. They go to the first one and they're like, oh no, mom, I'm terrified of horses. I mean, I'm not saying you let them quit after day one, but maybe there's a couple of days and they're like, this is not for me. Hey, you know what? You can cross that one off the list. That's not something that they're interested in right now. Doesn't mean that in a few years, they might say, you know, maybe horses aren't so bad. They might go back and it might actually be the right timing for them at that point. And I know that when we are in the mindset of schooling, something like that can feel scary. We're like, wait a minute, they have their schoolwork to do. How do I fit that in with this? You can. It's just not maybe going to look the same. We as homeschool parents, especially with teenagers, need to start looking at opportunities and things that they are doing and saying, how can they earn high school credit for that thing that they're doing that they're interested in? And we get to create our own course of study for them. And so let me give you an example. I know I've talked multiple times about my um, 17 year old and his lawn mowing business going into his 11th grade year. I was like, okay, one year classes is going to be business. And together we created a business course for him. Coming alongside that, I found an online accounting course. Now this wasn't just like house accounting, it's not like your home accounting kind of things. Cause I share a little bit about it on Instagram. People are like, oh, I'd love to know that course. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your kiddo doesn't want to do this unless they want to go into business because trust me, it, it was hard and it was focused on business. It wasn't necessarily how to balance a checkbook. It wasn't a home type of thing. So coming alongside that, we did the accounting course, but found a lot of resources, books and things online for the business. And then you know what? He went and started the business and he is running it right now. So here we are in July. It's been since April, so April, May, June, July, four months of working this business full time. And every single day he has learned so much. There's a lot that we have to work through with him. And I am so, I'm so glad that we can walk a lot, that James and I are able to walk alongside him with this. But that counted as his 11th grade year. Now let's go to my daughter a couple years ago when she was in her 12th grade year. She began to become very interested in um, the body, the human body, and didn't necessarily, not necessarily like anatomy and physiology or uh, she did take a biology two class and that kind of started it. I think that was in 
10th or 11th grade. And so she was just kind of interested in stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let's find resources. Let's do like a natural health type of course for you. Found books, found podcasts, found videos, things that, I mean, the things that she knows now. And I counted that as her school time. And I'm doing the same sort of thing with my uh, eighth grader who is, well, he's now a ninth grader, I guess, because we're done with school. But I'm doing the same thing. And I'll share about that in the future. But let's create a homeschool that allows our especially middle school and high schoolers to explore their interests. They have, like I mentioned in episode 61, they've got their reading, their writing, their arithmetic. They've been exposed to history. They've been exposed to science, to art, to music, to gym class. Like some states are like, you need to do PE. Okay, we'll get started on that. But give them time, space, resources, opportunities. And I want you, mom, to take a step back. We need to allow our teenagers to have more control over their education. Now, some kids are going to need a little bit more guidance. They might need some guardrails. You're going to know your kiddo best, but we need to give them time because we have limited time and they are going to be out into the world. And if we control their education so much, when they leave, they're not going to know how to continue that on their own. They might kind of have a love of learning, but maybe mom was super heavy handed and they might leave homeschool with the same feeling of those of us who left public school, like I have no desire to learn, no desire to read a book again. So we want to give them that love of learning. We want to teach them how to learn, how to teach themselves. And high school is the time to do that. All right. So fifth right here, mama, I want you to focus on your relationship with your teenager over the bookwork. I know that sounds crazy. Learning and education will come when they are in a loving, supported environment, when they know that when you have asked, like I said in the third thing there, what their interests are, what they want to learn about, you've observed them and you have then said to them, hey, would you like to do this? There were times that I observed my kids and I was like, oh, I know this. They're going to say yes to this. And I said, hey, do you want to do this? So my daughter was, um, I thought she would have an interest in taking voice lessons. So I got some information and then I asked her and she was like, no, I'm not interested in that. I was like, okay, well, good thing I didn't pay anything and set anything up, but I thought for sure. So sometimes we can be wrong, but it's okay to present that to them and let them decide. I followed it up with, okay, if you change your mind, let me know. It's not like the door was completely closed right then. Let me know. She never did. It's been a couple of years, but let's focus on our relationship with them. You will never regret taking some time to go on a hike with them. You'll never regret reading with them. You'll never regret sitting down and watching a video of something that they're really interested in. Maybe they're really interested in dirt bikes and they, you, there's some videos they like to watch about it or something. And you sit down and watch with them. You're bored to tears, but you've taken that time. You didn't show them you're bored to tears, but you take that time and you ask them questions. Why do you like this video? Why do you like dirt biking? What is it that, that you like about this stuff? I have two boys that like exotic cars and I'm like, I'm cool with my minivan. I don't really need, I don't need a Lamborghini. And they're like, what? They just, they think that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm a 40 something year old woman. The Lamborghinis aren't really doing much. I, you know, you can give me the money for Lamborghini and I, I could do a lot more with it than buy a car. Don't tell them I said that. Okay. So let's focus though on our relationship with our teenagers over the books. Don't let the books come between you. Don't let textbooks, don't let curriculum come between you and cause a rift in your relationship. 
because when this time is done, when they are officially quote unquote graduated from high school, you're going to have your relationship with them for the rest of their lives. And Jen and any mama out there find yourself in the similar situation. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope you're able to take these things to heart and really put them into practice. And before you get back out to that barbecue, I want you to do here, this is the announcement I told you I was going to make. I want you to get onto the email list. The link is in the show notes. So go ahead and scroll down. I want you to get onto the email list if you are not already on there, because I'm going to be sharing an announcement about Clarify Your Homeschool next week. And those on the email list are going to be the first to know about it. So if you want to be in the know before everyone else, you're going to go ahead, scroll to the show notes and go ahead and click that link, put your name in, put your email address in. Super simple. But friend, this was fun to chat with you today on Independence Day. And I hope that you are having a fantastic and wonderful day. Even if you're in a different country, you're not in the US. I just hope that this Monday is finding you feeling blessed and excited about your homeschool and excited about getting your teens to love learning and to understand what education is and setting them up for their future that they will continue learning and love to do so. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.